Hi kids, welcome to episode 2, series 5, volume 9, part 6, book 1 of an adventure so bold and staggering, it makes Star Wars look like a Tony Blackburn home movie. Oh, I've got a couple too. Oh, good. Be good to go. Well, so, we've got to stretch out the episode somehow. Yes. Oh, yes. I, yes. Okay. I do have a bit to talk about with the footy, so let's go. All right. Welcome to Saints Animal. Welcome to. Oh, welcome to the Animal Enclosure podcast. <laughs> got there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're really excited to be talking about. Uh, quizzes today because uh, we don't really want to talk much about the football after the no. terrible game against the Bulldogs. No, no, we don't. Uh, I uh, contacted a mate. I hadn't spoken to him for a while, for a couple of weeks, and I said um, it was nice of our team to roll over for, to Essendon after he had his wisdom teeth removed. Huh. And then I said to him, perhaps a bulldog supporter had root canal surgery. Yes. <laughs> we rolled over bigly. Uh, I think, uh, are we after um, good picks in the draft or something? Oh, look, um, you mentioned to me that because your TV had stopped the working, therefore the game didn't go ahead, we didn't lose. I like yeah. that logic. Yep, like exactly. If I didn't see it, it didn't happen. And yeah. I went to turn my TV on at about 20 past seven, and yep. it refused to come on. It died, pretty much yes. like the Saints. Well, uh, when we went to bed, it was half time, and I said to Lynn, our goal kicking has improved. We've kicked five goals, one to half time. Yeah. And I said, unfortunately, the Bulldogs have kicked nine more goals than we have, so not so good. And then yeah. I woke up in the middle of the night and I looked at the score and I thought, that can't be right. <laughs> it was still on five goals. Yeah. And we had two points. Yeah, it must have been a shocking game, game to watch. Half the game of football, 20, 25 minutes plus time on, and you've scored a point in all that time. Yeah. And, well, I, um, I, um, I was had a look on the computer uh, after we'd spent probably a good half hour trying to get the TV to work with thinking yes. maybe one of the buttons was stuck on the remote or oh, something yes, like that, yes. new batteries, all that sort of stuff, turn it off, turn it on, all the, even, nothing worked. Um, yeah. So when I jumped on, it was uh, the second quarter, I jumped on the computer and saw the score and thought, yeah, I might just leave that and turned it off. Yeah. Uh, went and read a book for a while and then at one stage Lou said, uh, well, what if they've made a comeback? 
<laughs> and I thought, oh, <laughs> got a bit itchy then, you know. What if yeah. I jumped on and it was the end of the game and up came the score and thought, yeah, no, come back there. No, come back. Oh, look, um, Lynn's suggesting she could teach us both to knit. We might use that <laughs> more productive time than watching the football. Yeah, it's um, probably a good idea. I would have thought, and and in, in any mail that starts the sentence off with "I thought" usually ends in tears. But wouldn't the coach have said to the team, "This last quarter, you are playing for pride. You're playing for you. You're playing for your team. You're playing for the club. Go out there and." Just don't let them get the ball. Um, you know, win the quarter. Yeah. But I, I think they kicked an, an extra six goals, so um, that didn't work. Um, I know he has promised selecting changes, so the big question is, who? <laughs> who do they bring into the team? Well, I was looking at the, the list of players that that haven't played or, or aren't in the team and yes. who are the likely ones to come in. And the only ones I could see were, well, Dunstan's going to have to come in because he's oh, really the only oh. midfielder that we've got who isn't playing that's fit. Yes, yeah. Um, then we've got some backline players like Joyce, yep. um, Long... Uh, young Connolly's been doing pretty well for the last yeah. couple Sandy games. Um, Clarabino, is it? Yeah, he's he's done all right. I don't know if he's done enough to get a game, but who knows? And um, up forward or in the ruck, we've got Hunter, and uh, yeah. up forward is uh, Mason Wood, and that's really about it. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say I don't think that Connolly could perform any worse <clears throat> than some of the players in our town. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we've got Highmore. He was a sub, the emergency sub. Was sub or, yeah, yeah, didn't get on. And isn't it um, Matthew Allison? Didn't we recruit him? Yeah, uh, he has done very little in the reserves. Um, uh, yeah. in, in Sandy's side, I noticed last week. I think he had four disposals. So, yeah, um, that's that, that's not going to cut it. Nah. Uh, I know talking to our son, he was like, "Please, please don't keep pick McKernan again." Yeah, little to the team. Ah, uh, look, um, uh, I I heard one of the commentators on on the um, radio when I turned it on. I think it was half time or something. And they're talking about how many easy marks he dropped and uh, turned it off again. And so yes. I don't want to know. Yes, and those things are just team killers because if, if you've dropped the mark and they've picked it up and run the ball forwards and kick goals, well, that's, that's contrary to how, how you want to play. Yeah. And then, of course, so you've, you've only got those players most likely to come in Obviously not yes. all of them, but some of them. So out of the side would probably, well, I can't, I, I can only guess from stats because, you know, I didn't see the game. 
But yes. Loney has struggled for last, well, most of the season, actually. Uh, yes. So he would probably be dropped. Um, Hill had another shocker. Um, yes. Expect a bit more from a, a senior player, player who's been paid as much as he is. Yes. Um, and then it's pretty much open slather from for almost all the side. The the only two, or sorry, only three I can think of that were uh, definitely safe. Uh, young Burns, who had the most disposals, and was yes. probably our best player. Uh, Sinclair, I think, had a a fairly good game, and Ryder in the ruck. Right. Um, apart from that, I've no idea, really. It's a bit hard to, to blame the forwards when obviously the ball wasn't going down there. The club listed Sinclair, Burns, Steele and Membry as our four best players. Yeah, yeah that's fair enough, yep. Um, yeah. It wasn't good. Um, I read the suggestion that perhaps Battle may get dropped, but I have the feeling they're not playing him the way he should be played. Yeah. The season where um, Carlisle got injured and he went and played in the back line, I thought he was very reliable, very dependable. Yeah. Um, there's no point playing Copfield in the seconds. He's not going to get any confidence. Oh, that's, that's another guy I forgot to mention earlier, yeah. Mm. But, you know, like, why has his form dropped off so much? Yeah. Well, to be honest, I didn't think it had when they dropped him in the first place. Mm. It just wasn't to what they wanted. Yeah. No, I agree. Mm. Battle, battle should be back at centre-half back. Yes. Um, he's, yeah. he's not tall enough to be a forward, like a go-to forward, yeah. and he's probably just not quite quick enough to be on the wing. Yep. But uh, he's very good punching and, and marking and and stuff like that in the back line. So, uh, yeah, I reckon... He's a good kick as well. Yeah, I reckon he needs to be back at centre-half back. I think yes. they've made a mistake with getting uh, Frawley, who I think is way past his best. Yes. Um, play Highmore. Play Highmore, yep. Yeah. Uh, I think you've got to look at guys like Webster, uh, Long... Coffield, you've got to make a decision uh, about going forward that who you want to play in that sort of role. Yes. Um, and to me, I, well, I think Coffield should be playing ahead of the other two. Yes. Um, I would play them playing ahead of the other two as well. Yeah. Obviously, Wilkie's he's safe. Uh, Howard's Wilkie, safe. Yes. Yes. Um, Patton will come in from the team, make a difference. Yeah, he'll come in next year. Um, he'll be a, a big, Geary. big recruit for us for next year. Yes, uh, I don't know how Geary went. Uh, um, 
average for the stats. Yes. Uh, the question is, is there a spot for him in the team? Well, um, I think there are a lot of people who kicked a lot of goals. Um, if his job is a lockdown defender, who was he on? Um, I'm not sure. I think they started him up forward as a defensive forward, but um, I don't yes. think we need a defensive forward when you've got Loney, Butler and Higgins there. They should be the yes. defensive part of the team anyway. Yes. Chasing then, down defenders and all that sort of stuff. So I don't know yeah. why we need a defensive forward in, in Geary's role. Um, and after, well, I don't know, I I assume at some stage he would have been shifted back considering how bad we were going. Has uh, the coach given the players too much freedom in their game plan? Richardson was like micromanaging everything, and and they um, appointed Ratton, who's who's been saying to the players, "Well, you you own it. You go out there and and you know, this is the game plan, but you, you work your way around it." Um, I, I said mentioned to my son that if we had someone like Lenny Hayes as coach. Uh, the players who'd be saying, oh, I'm not coming off the ground because I can't look him in the eyes. Uh, he, he, would, um, he would not accept a performance like this. Just would not. Yeah. So um, unless the coach actually does make some selective changes, um, it's, a, it's a hollow, I'm angry, but, you know, um, used to find in teaching that the teachers who yelled, they yelled because they had, didn't have any control. And yeah. the kids knew it. And um, the more they yelled, the more the kids just went, oh, well. You know? So um, I also mentioned to him when we dropped Milne and Del Santo to the seconds, that was a huge shock. And I think that the team went, oh, no one's safe. We really need to play our A game. Yes. And that those two dominated and came back. Yes. And I don't think they'll ever dropped again after that. I don't think so either. Uh, Even uh, uh, Billings, when he got dropped. um, Yes. I, I don't think he had a great game obviously, against the Bulldogs, but he's had a yeah. very good season. Yes. Even though and, on, on and Big Footy there are people that want to trade him every week. I don't know why. I don't know why. Mm. You've got a good player. Why do you want to trade him? Well, um, that was one thing I wrote down was that, you know, we, we've pretty much drafted for now based on last year. So the additions to the team are topping up a finals winning team yep. so the wheels have just fallen off it, it, it's um, yeah a catastrophe this season uh, do we beat North this week if we play North this week uh, well uh, after that performance you'd say no but then you think to how well they played against the Cats even though they kick badly. 
but the actual yes. football in between uh, the shots at goal was excellent. Yes. And uh, and yet they come out and gave, give that sort of performance with basically the same team. Greater West and, and West Coast must be just kicking themselves. Yeah. Yeah, they must be thinking, what the hell do we do wrong? Yes. You know, not only should this be an easy four points, it should have been a percentage-boosting easy four points. Exactly. Yes. And, uh, well, uh, it's going to be a big call by the, the selection panel because they're going to have to drop some, of the, some big names Otherwise, yeah. just dropping the same old, same old means nothing. You know, okay, drop Loney and McKernan and bring in two other players. I mean, who cares? It yeah. doesn't mean anything to the, the players. They've, no. they've got to drop somebody like a Hill or or anybody else, really. Almost almost anyone else could be dropped from that team. Um, yes. And they've got, oh. they've got to make an example of them and they've got to make them deserve to get back into the team, not just bring him back in the following week, unless they've been playing extraordinarily well for Sandy. I must be cynical in my old age, but um, I think that like, if they were going to drop a player like Hill, um, he will be injured. So um, yeah. he'll be available to play in, for Sandringham and then may get brought back in a week or two. Yeah. Maybe they'll manage someone and see other teams have yes. done that. Yes. Yep. I mean, it's, yeah. it's obviously that uh, losing Marshall and Gresham particularly and Jones yep. and Hanabry, although Hanabry's and hardly Pat- played anyway. And Patton. And Patton. Has- it's really uh, messed up the side and... I think Marshall's the big one because yes. he's uh, he can take marks up forward and kick goals. He yes. he directs the traffic. I watched the replay of the Eagles game a couple of nights ago when I wanted to yes. cheer myself up. No, this is before the actual <laughs> um, yep. game. And uh, when he was up forward, he was pointing and telling King where to run to while yep. he decided where he was going to go to and and pointed to where he wanted the ball and things like that, which um, obviously eventually King will be doing that himself, but it was great great learning for King to learn where to lead to, what sort of you know, thing. Because, I mean, Marshall was a forward before he came to the Saints. He was a forward who could ruck a bit. Yes, and um, he's mobile, he can take a contested mark, and, and he's a pretty good kick. Yeah. So he's a big loss for us. And not only that, you can throw him in the ruck and you don't lose anything. You get as yeah. good a ruckman as, as what Ryder is, and Ryder then can yeah. go down forward, have a bit of a spell, but he can still take a mark and kick a goal. Yes. So that, that's really hurt us. Gresham is another player who uh, we struggled to cover last year when he did his back. Um, yeah, it 
it's all about the structure. Yeah, and he gives so much of the X factor in his play. You know, he, he can create play out of nothing. He's, he can kick goals. He can play on the midfield and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. It's a shame that he, he's injured yet again, and I hope this isn't a sign of his career to come. Yeah. Um, Just a bit fragile. Yeah, two unlucky yeah. injuries in a row. It's, it's a bit disappointing for him. Yes. Uh, obviously, Jones coming back whenever he comes back will help us. Yes. Um, but I'm not sure how long he's out. Hanbury, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to play again in the seniors. No. Um. And as you said, um, there's no point finishing ninth or tenth and going, cool, we just missed out because you're stuck in no man's land. Yep. You don't get finals, you don't get the first round draft choices. Exactly, yeah. So play some kids, try some different things out and, and you know, stem the bleeding. So, you know, if we're going to lose keep 10 or 12 goals and, and lose by a couple rather than five goals, three in a full game of football. That's yeah. Easy. Anyway, quiz questions. Quiz questions. Our... Okay, let's cheer the place up. Questions. Let's go. Would All you right. like to start or would you like me to? Yeah, I'll start first. Yeah. Uh, now you have to remember, you're always better at, the, at these than I am. Oh, well, I don't know about this week. We'll see. <laughs> okay. We'll see. Uh, I, I'm starting off with uh, Gilligan's Islands, an old favourite. Okay. Uh, yep. Young people probably have no idea what I'm talking about, but yep. I'm, I don't know if it's still being shown. I assume it is on cable or something or stand probably. or one of those things. Anyway, can you <laughs> name... The real yeah. names of all the characters, the full names. Uh, no. No. <laughs> I look, to be honest, I couldn't either. I had to look I'm it up. Going with, there's Gilligan, there's the Professor, there's Mary Ann. Yeah, but what's the, the Professor's real name? Oh, He had the a real house, name. The, the husband wife, they're the house. Yeah. Oh, the captain is... God, the captain. Who? That captain is fat. I don't think that's his name. I don't think that's his description. But, yeah, it was, it was must-watch TV. It was yep. funny at the time. Yeah. I'll give you some of the so, names. The captain. What are the names? Captain Jonas Grumby. Jonas Grumby. Yep, that's right. a skipper, as we know, know him as. I was uh, going to say, I can't. Remember him called Jonas Grundy? Yeah. Uh, Thurston Hal the Third was a millionaire. Yes. Now, yep. the one that gets a lot of people is his wife, who he referred to mostly as Lovey, but her yes. real name was Wentworth Howell. Oh, Wentworth. Yes. Very strange. Um, um, was it Ginger? Yeah, Ginger, Ginger Grant. She was the movie star. Yes. Uh, Mary Ann Summers. 
Yep. Mary Ann, obviously. Uh, yeah. The professor was Pro- Professor Roy Hinckley, PhD. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Gill- Gill- Gilligan, do you know what Gilligan's other name was? Oh, give me an initial, please. W. Oh, well, obviously I go with William. Very, yeah, very close. Willie. Willie. Willie, ah. Willie Gilligan. <laughs> Willie Gilligan. Uh, yeah. It was actually only in the the show notes that that was yeah. his name. Um, for good reasons, they never actually called him Willie during the show because that's just ridiculous. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I'll. Yeah, again, a lot of people don't know if Gilligan was his first or his last name. It was his last name, and yeah. his first name was supposedly Willie, but, yeah, he was only ever did called they, Gilligan in the show on TV. Did, did they sail into the Bermuda Triangle? Is that why they couldn't be rescued? But, you know, no, no, they, they sailed on the three-hour tour um, into yep. a typhoon and end up in a, an uncharted island somewhere in the ocean that um, people yes. seem to drop into every week, but it was still uncharted. Uh, yes, I, don't I was going to say, they had lots of visitors. Yeah. No one who actually went back and said, I know, I'll tell them about these people on the island. Yeah, uh, everybody that saw them and then escaped themselves always had a reason why they didn't want people to know they'd been there for some reason. I can't remember them all, but it was usually because, uh, uh, well, actually, I can't remember. <laughs> it's too long ago. Um, um, with, well, with, I, I, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, um, just with the Gilligan theme, the pilot episode only contained... Four of the people who would stay on the show. Right. Um, the other three were uh, changed. Now, do you want to have yes. a guess at who the four were that went on to stay in the show? So there were four characters that stayed. Yep. And the, the left. The others the were replaced got, by the ones we know now. Ah. Uh, well, I'd go with Gilligan. He would be one that wouldn't be replaced. Yeah. Well, he asked her if it's called Gilligan's Island. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say the captain stayed. Yep. Um, Ginger and the professor. No. 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 Mr. and Mrs. Howe. Oh, so the, in the pilot, they were different people. Yeah. Ginger, Mary Ann and the professor uh, yep. were different people in the pilot, in, yes. completely different. In fact, uh, Ginger, the woman who played the role, wasn't actually called Ginger and she wasn't a movie yes. star. The yep. girl who played what would be come... Mary Ann, yep. her name was Bunny, and she was like a real ditzy blonde girl. Yep. And the professor 
who was, uh, I think by memory, I think he was only a teacher in in the pilot. Uh, and the funny thing was, if you ever see the pilot, it, it he's quite young looking in the opening scenes, you know, when the boat is beached and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but yeah. then once he starts to in, in um, you know make things up, his hair suddenly gone grey. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like they said, hey, he's too young to be thinking of things like that. Put some grey in his hair. But, um, yeah. yeah, so the professor was changed as well. And one other thing is that uh, Gilligan wasn't the first choice. Oh, sorry. Bob Denver, who played Gilligan, wasn't the first choice person for the show. Okay. It was. was it? You want to have a guess? Oh, no, I couldn't, couldn't guess. No, I, I didn't notice until I just read it. Um, yep. And now, of course, I'm probably never going to find where I just read it. <laughs> um, nope. Oh, here it is. Jerry Van Dyke. Oh, okay. Brother of Dick. Yeah. He turned it down, believing the show would never be successful, and he decided to instead play the lead in My My Mother the Car, which went for Mm. one season and then got cancelled. I think that um, when when you're talking about, like, sliding doors like that, the biggest one I can think of is Ghost with Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore. Do you know who they were touting as the lead for Demi Moore? No. Paul Hogan. Really? Yes. Can you imagine the clay scene? You call that clay? This is clay. Oh, oh goodness gracious Oh, me. gosh. Um, um, one, well, probably during the football season, we'll have to have a, have a list of who who has turned down roles because yeah. they thought, you know, I, I, I know there were some uh, latter-day actors who turned down Game of Thrones roles because they thought, oh, TV show, I'm not doing that. Yes. And then later in the series went, oh, I want to be part of this. Yeah. Uh, yeah um, I've, I've read over the years a lot of big-name actors or even uh, what you'd call like secondary line act- actors, actors who uh, turned down major roles because they thought, no, I don't want to be typecast or... Oh, uh, yeah, all that sort of Chris, stuff, and and they regret Eccleston. it. Um, Christopher Eccleston was the first modern day Doctor Who when when the series was started up again after hibernating for some years. Yep. And um, he did the role for, for a year, maybe two, and then went, I don't want to be typecast, and and let the show. And it was like, seriously, yeah. you have watched Doctor Who. You do know that, you know, the, the actors tend to stay around for a couple of seasons, you know, just to get the, um, the supporters behind them and get their eye in. But no, no, he was what you said. 
I don't want to be typecast. And um, what has he done since? No, well, I've seen him in a couple of roles, but there's, there's no big name sort of, you know, lead actors or whatever. No. Um, get back to your pilot. Um, did you ever watch a TV show called Will and Grace? Yes. Not not every episode, but I watched a fair bit, yeah. Um, uh, her assistant, Karen, the, you know, the, the, the rich woman. Yep. In the first pilot episode, she she's as straight as can possibly be. Ah. There is no flair. It is just right down the line, just gives straight answers, and, and the difference between the pilot and episode two is 180 degrees difference. Really? It's just remarkable how much she's changed, and for the better for the show, I think. But, you know, it was like, yeah, this is not working. And the rest, as they say, is history. Yeah. Well, another pilot that we should talk about is Get Smart. Yes. Did you see the pilot for that? Probably many years ago. Many years ago, yeah. Well, that was um, obviously a a spoof of James Bond type thing. But in the pilot, it was more or less like you just said. It was played pretty straight. Uh, Yep. Maxwell Smart had a a big fist fight with some chaos. Actually, I don't think they were called chaos then, Um, but with some foreign agents and and beat them. Um, he was pretty clever. It wasn't the Get Smart that we know. And it it actually looks a completely different show to what we know as Get Smart. Missed by that much. (laughs) Exactly, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well, that was a good one. I have a football question for you. Okay. Actually, I've got two what am I's, but here's the first one. I'm a recent addition to the AFL. To qualify, there's a set criteria. Since its inception, it's been sent to Brisbane four times, but only twice to the Brisbane Lions. Mm. Players for this to be chosen more than once in a year? One of these criteria is not being suspended. St Kilda has had back-to-back winners in 2001 and 2002. Gosh. So far this year, there have been nine nominations, six of which have gone to interstate teams. Oh, is this the Rising Star Award? Rising Star Award. Well done. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that's how it started off. Yes. So um, the first two went to the Brisbane Bears. Right. Okay. And the first winner was? No idea. He played for Brisbane and then said, I'm changing teams. Oh, Nathan Buckley. I want to to play in some premierships. Yeah, and isn't he doing a good job now? Well, many not Collingwood supporters are saying 
keep him there as long as you like. Just keep him there. Yeah. Yeah, I um, agree. Yes. So so Nathan Buckley was the first winner in 1993. And as I said, we've had two winners across that 20, 30-odd years of football. Uh, and I guess that we're talking about Jason Kaczynski and Nick Rewald. We are. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to think that perhaps um, Burns can get a nomination this week for his game. Well, he should, but um, we seem to get overlooked in things like this for a lot. Um, until the last couple of years, we discussed this last week where um, Battle got thrown in probably the worst game right at the end of the season, just so they could say, uh, which up the St Kilda Winders up. Yeah. You've got a nomination. Yeah. Uh, see, the problem with Burns is uh, he's not that flashy, blonde haired. Um, Goal kicker. Goal kicker, yeah. He, I mean, he's, he's not flashy enough for the commentators to rave about him. I mean, I didn't see, obviously, I didn't see this game, but I bet he was hardly mentioned by the commentators. If anything, they might have said, oh, he's played pretty well. Yes. But, you yeah. know, all, a lot of the stuff he does is like hard, in under, uh, stuff like that. And yeah. he, he's, I think he's going to be a great footballer, but. He's not the sort of guy that's going to win awards at this stage of his career. No, no I think you're right. But it would be nice for a recognition of his game. He's come up against one of the top midfields in the competition and and held his own. So, yeah, it would be a, a good reward for him. Yeah, I agree totally. But, uh, yeah, I, I doubt he'll get it. I really hope he does. Uh, it's probably um, already been announced for this week. I um, haven't been online. Not sure. But Sydney have won it. Sydney have been nominated three times this year, the first three weeks. Yeah. Adelaide's got a nomination. Port's got a nomination. GWS has got a nomination. Um, Melbourne's Melbourne got one. Two. two. Yeah, that's right. And Hawthorne has one. Yeah. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. I hope it gets nominated, but uh, I mean... Bytel could have been nominated early on in the yes. season, but yep. you know, I think he had like 20 disposals and 11 tackles and something like that, and yes. wasn't even mentioned. So. Uncontested possessions. He got a lot of uncontested. Sorry, contested. Contested, yeah. Yeah, yeah so he, he was in at the bottom of the pack getting the ball out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think... Oh. Magpies are up Thank close. Me. Feed me. Feed oh, me. <laughs> about, uh, I don't know, five or six metres away outside. But, yeah, <laughs> they decided if you stand at the door and we chortle, we'll get fed. Oh, yeah. well trained. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, they trained us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, got another question? Yep. Oh, you have or I have? What? Oh, you have. Yep. Oh, yep. I've got one. Yep. What am I? What? Okay. When these were first used, St Kilda chose not to use this one. It would take, it would be six years 
before St Kilda first used it. Rare bird appear in the backyard. Oh yeah, what was it? We don't we don't know what it is. I've taken some photos. Oh, so cool. it's out there sitting on um, the back of the chair, and it's it's sort of looking at the magpies, and the magpies are going, yeah, we don't think you should be here. So <laughs> um, it flew away from the magpie that was walking towards it, and then Lynn thought, I'll throw it at, like a little piece of meat, and I'll throw it away from the magpies. And then she threw it and caught it in midair and flew away. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Um, it's almost like a creamy coloured kookaburra. Yeah. Huh. So we'll, we'll have to check the book. I'll send you a photo. You might, yep. you might be able to recognise it. So, yes, back to... Um, Sorry. It will be six years before St Kilda first used it. A oh. significant milestone took 24 years to achieve. And another 12 years in 1945 before it won St Kilda's highest honour. It did not figure in St Kilda's famous years in 1965 and 1966. You got your haven't I? You certainly have. The record holder was Gary Colling for 14 years before it was broken by one of St Kilda's best ever players. Is this, um... Most Games Award or something? Oh, no, 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 close. close. I was retired for a season because of um, Nick Rewalt before he handed it on to Max King. Number 12? Number 12. Yeah. Oh. Wow. So it's so, handing over the, the jersey, is it? Yes. Um, in 1903, they first started using numbers in the VFL. Right. And for the first six years, no one wore 12 for St Kilda. Ah. Um, it took 24 years for a player to wear it for 100 games. Yeah. And... 1945 was the first time a player wearing number 12 won the best in Paris. Ah, okay. I was wondering how that came into it. Yeah. In 1965, it did not figure in St Kilda's famous victory because the player who wore that number had injured his knee and did not play in either seasons. Do you know who that player was? No. He went on to become the head of the VFL. Oh, Ross Oakley. Ross Oakley. So, yes. Wow. And then Gary Collingmore for about 260-odd games. And um, then Nick Rewalt wore it for for the next record, 326 games. Yeah. 300, I'm not sure. Isn't that a lot. <laughs> uh, sort of, yeah, a lot. And and uh, uh, initially, I was looking at Guernseys that were retired, if they had retired in numbers, and this this came up saying that it'd been retired for a year. Uh, it was also worn in 1983 for 10 games. 
for a player. Uh-huh. Because he killed her. Who in one game did a handstand because an opposition player had said, you'll never be an AFL footballer while your bum is <laughs> in the wrong direction. Oh, uh, is that, that uh, Jackson? Yes. Yeah, Mark Jackson. Mark. He was number 12, was he? He wore 12 for 10 games. Yeah, gee. would never have thought of him as wearing number 12, but I suppose, oh, yeah. yeah. I try not to think about yeah. him. That's probably why. No, gee, it, it, look, <laughs> he could play football. <laughs> yeah. He could kick off. Yeah. I just don't think that football was his um, his passion. Uh, yeah. Because it, yeah, he played for Melbourne before he came to us. Yeah. He was a he was a great kick. I mean, there's no doubt yes. in that. He, he was very accurate. Yes. I just couldn't um, stand all the antics. Yeah, antics yeah. that he used to do it used to drive me crazy. And what was the song? I'm an individual. Oh yeah. No oh, dear. Okay. Yeah. I've got another question. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's there is a football connection. But uh, I'll, I'll leave that to the end. I'll, I'll just start off with um, I'm an author. I've written quite a number of books. Um, recently, uh, my publisher has agreed to put my first five stories in one book. <laughs> and I am a huge St Kilda fan. Any ideas? Oh, well, it would be uh, Neil Jones. That's it. Well done. Nice job. (laughs) (laughs) Bit of of cross promotion uh, there. Oh, I like it. Um, You probably could have said, uh, you know, uh, um, a a sad football supporter because um, um, I think on Big Footy, Someone wrote, you know, how they write down below their comments. Yeah. He's got something like, I love Gary Glitter, but not as much as he loved me. (laughs) 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 Oh, oh, that's a classic. (laughs) It is. And, um, yeah, so um, Thomas was saying that, my dad was eight when St Kilda won their first premiership. He said, I'm about to have my first son. And and all this time later, we still haven't won a second premiership. Yeah. And there was talk about, well, you really loved your son. You wouldn't let him bury for St Kilda. But all, all the time I'd say to Thomas, when we do win it, it will be one for the ages. Exactly. It will be one for the true believers. Yeah. Was, was Sydney 90 years before they won their... Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Mm. And, what, and, and I think, is it the Chicago White Sox that was like 108 years? Yeah. In baseball? Yeah. So when it comes, yeah, watch out. Yeah, and of course... Like when the Bulldogs won their um, one 
Or was that 2016? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, all, all their... Bulldog supporters went crazy, of course. Uh, the same will yes. happen with the Saints whenever, hopefully soon, yeah. that, that we get up and win one. Um, and yes, Moorabbin will be painted red, black and white, absolutely. Exactly. Oh, I know, I should have mentioned with the, uh, the Who Am I question I did before, uh, yes. starring in a uh, Fearless 4 podcast at the moment too. <laughs> Absolutely. Where can we find that podcast, please, Peter? Oh, it's on uh, Spotify. Uh, it's on. Uh, I'm trying to think of all the names. Uh, yes. Breaker. Apple. What was that? Apple Podcast. Uh, not yet, but it will be sometime this week. Yes. Um, they're always slow because they have so many. So uh, yes. yeah, it, it certainly will be in the next couple of days. Um, Google Podcasts, uh, oh, pretty much almost everywhere where you can get podcasts. The Fearless Four Podcasts, it's called. Yeah. And yes. um, I'm just mentioning it because I'm just a fan. Um, <laughs> More than a fan. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the questions you asked last week were absolutely fabulous. And um, when I got off after we talked about it, I thought, I never asked what your favourite book was. So ah. I'll, I'll do that when we uh, Wednesday, 2pm. Yep. If we do number two, yep. I'll certainly ask you your favourite book. I'll, I'll Hopefully you'll be able to tell me that, you know, apart from me and my, <laughs> and my family many times, that there we have had a few listeners, um... I know I said a question saying, tell me the country who has the best literacy rate of the country I thought it was, was 2019. Uh, I, I had someone correct me and say, oh, yeah, but in 2020, it's a different country. Wow. So would anyone reply, we may have sent out two sets of books signed to the, to the people who submit answers. Right. Well, I I haven't looked it up deliberately. I've been trying to think my through my little brain that who would likely to be, and I've jumped to different conclusions. So I haven't really got an answer for that yet. So we'll wait. We'll wait oh, till God. whoever gives the correct answer, and then I'll tell you what my answer would have been. Yes. Yes. But I'm still Same thinking thing. about it because I, I keep coming up with different theories about why the particular country would be good and bad and all that sort of stuff. Yes. And um, you will be reading from The Mysterious Bottle this week. Your turn. Yeah, my turn. Oh, I've got big shoes to follow there. <laughs> no, no. Um, I think I said in the email one thing you learnt quickly as a teacher was being able to read upside down as you, as you held the book out to the kids. Um, when, whenever you turned the book towards you to make sure you got the words right, it was all, always, show us the pictures. Show us the pictures. Show us the pictures. I can't read the words. So, yes, there was a, a quick introduction in, in learning to read the words upside down while you held the book. So, And I have, I have got a, a huge surprise for you. For a, a second podcast, uh, yes. not going to give anything away, but uh, no. 
uh, I think it's something that you you'll be really excited about. It's oh, uh, as excited as I am. Uh, or maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, at least we put a bit of enthusiasm into the podcast. The minute we left the, the footy, we've yep. we, yeah, been able to come on home strong. Yeah. Tailwind. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> See, if we had done the quiz question first, yeah. then it would have been a bit of a, uh, uh, let's just, Finish the podcast there. <laughs> he would have been, yeah. Um, uh, uh, anti that we talked about forty at the end. Yeah. Um, no, I know it, every week's a different week, and, and hopefully the team that runs under the field, whenever it is this week, can um, put up a decent showing because I'm, I'm pretty sure the broadcasters are going to say. Do not put St Kilda on Friday or Saturday night games. Yes. You know, you just, there is no audience. People are turning off. Yeah, and uh, I quite agree with that because our record over the last few years of going on Friday and Saturday night games has been nothing short of disastrous. Yes. Yeah. All our and really bad losses seem to have been on a Friday or a Saturday night. Yes. And, uh, and as I keep saying, milestone games. So yeah. He battles with you, and, and it's, it's not something he's ever going to look back on and go, oh, I remember my 50th game. It, no. Exactly. No, filed away, never to be opened. I thought actually before the game that this will be a big test because it's only a little mm. milestone, but it's still yeah. a milestone. But, yeah, it yeah. did the damage. Uh, uh, I'm going to have to write to the club and say just celebrate them all in, yeah, just just bundle them into the last game of the season. Yeah, or even throw them in the pre-season or something. Yes, for the following season, congratulations to all these people who are going to celebrate games because when we do it on the game day, we don't bring home a win. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for um, oh, 2 p.m. Uh, the Fearless Fall podcast number two. Looking forward to it. Yep, should be good. I'll talk to you then. All right, see you now. Okay. Bye. Ich bin 
Hashtag, give a shame, whatever, for the meek of good support. 